Hi, everybody. I'm Michaela, your host of the Pick Podcast. I have a degree in public relations, and right now I am a wedding florist down in Utah. Um, I'm originally from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, but I've been in Utah for a couple years now. I'm married. I have two dogs. We own a house, and life is good. So this podcast basically is aimed at entrepreneurs or people who like to discuss just interesting topics that surround society and societal issues. Um, But yeah, I love chatting with my friends and just kind of hearing their insights on different topics. Our interview today is with Kaylin from Kaylin Page Photography. She's a photographer down here in Utah. We've been good friends for a couple years and we met through the industry And this episode is great if you are a beginner in photography or you're looking to start your wedding vendor business. Um, It just provides some insights into what to implement in your first year of business and what things to kind of avoid. And it also gives some perspective and, I guess, advice to clients. So we'll get right to it. We're pretty excited to have her on. Thanks so much, Michaela, for letting me come on to your podcast. I'm super excited about this. So I am Kaylin, and I am originally from Kansas, and I was born and raised there. When I was 18, I moved to Idaho. I went to school there in Idaho. I graduated with elementary education, and then I came down to Utah. That's where I live now with my husband, and I am a fourth grade teacher, and I also do photography on the side, but it's more of like a 75% full-time job. I do it a lot, and I really enjoy it, and I met Michaela through the industry, and it's been really fun to get to know her, and I'm super excited to be here, so let's do this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm super excited to have you. Um, Kaylin's been a friend of mine for a few years. She was one of my first friends that I actually made in Utah. So Kaylin reached out to me um, through Instagram. I think it was to buy an arrangement that I had put out for like a styled shoot on a Facebook group that we were both in. And I remember this at all. Yeah, so we actually, I don't know if you remember this, but we were in this Instagram group chat pod. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh. And so we, so, so what that was back in the day, this was like three, four, three and a half years ago. And what it was, a bunch of vendors would get in an Instagram group chat. And if someone would post, you would have to go and like their post and then go comment something sweet on their post. But she was in my, in my chat. And I remember her saying, I have this bouquet. Like, does anyone want it? And I was like, I will. So I, I used it and I loved it. And we, I went to her apartment and I literally remember this going to her apartment. And I was like, wow, she is so cool. She has like the cutest decorations and I want to be her friend. And then after that, we did a lot of shoots together. And then we ended up getting our husbands together and their friends and that's a whole funny story so (laughs) we've had a lot of great times together that actually like cracks me up because of that apartment we were in was nothing special at all and so that makes me laugh that she's saying that um she thought I was cool because of my apartment but um yeah and I forgot about pods those were such a thing we it's kind of interesting because we have grown in the industry together we both kind of started out around the same time and so what's neat is I've been able to see Kaylin's growth on social media, specifically skyrocket um, since we both started. And so that's been really cool. But then we've also kind of seen some of the industry ups and downs um, with the vendor world and the client world in Utah. And so 
it's been fun to kind of go through that ride together and just see what happens um, and laugh about stuff that we notice and observe. Yes, we have lots of funny stories together. (laughs) So first, I kind of want to get started with how you specifically got into photography and what made you interested in it, in the industry, like why did you want to do weddings? Kind of how did that evolve for you? Yeah, so this is a great question. So it's kind of funny because I feel like we both have similar stories of how we got into our hobby or (laughs) job that we have right now. So when I got married, right before I got married, my husband, he was like, you need to have a hobby because I was doing my first year teaching and I had the whole summer off. And this was like the first summer since I left high school that I had completely off and I didn't have anything to do. And so my husband really encouraged me to have a hobby that I really enjoyed. And I had already had a camera and I really enjoyed taking pictures of whether it was my family or just other random things. And so I got into photography and I really enjoyed it. And so that's kind of how I got started with it all. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. Could you tell me a little bit about um, what you would have, what you wish you would have done earlier in your business, or what are some things that you had to learn the hard way that maybe you could give advice about? So I learned the hard way of having a contract, or to <laughs> I should say having not having a contract or not having a contract. <laughs> and my biggest advice for someone who is starting out like right now this is your first year doing photography or any industry whether it's florals or you're doing videos or whatever you're doing please have a contract because that is going to save you so much time so much so yeah so much stress in the end and for real have a contract contracts are like a huge part of how you protect yourself and your business but also for your clients that they know what they can expect from you and it, it just covers things like the unimaginable situations that do come up. Um, life's not perfect, right? And so things come up, people get sick, um, you can't travel. I mean, look at this year alone with COVID and stuff. Contracts yes. have been a way for businesses to still um, maintain their clientele, but also without losing their businesses. Um, so yeah, I agree. That's really great. Like, advice. Yeah, and definitely stick with your contract. Yeah. I've, I've learned that. You have to do that, and sometimes you may sound like the mean person, but you're really, in the end, trying to protect your business, trying to protect what you have established, and you need to set that clear expectation first thing with your client. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. How would you describe your first year of business? I know you said contracts were super important in implementing um, for people who are just starting, but for your first year of business, what did that look like? Um, Do you feel like you grew a lot? and got to a point where you wanted or what do you think about that yeah so i had a great first year i really don't have a lot to complain about but one thing that i am definitely appreciative of (laughs) is having a good mentor so shout out to anchored image ariel she was one of my good friends i had met her kind of in college in my college years and she was a photographer and she actually did my wedding And so I mentored her or she, no, sorry, she mentored me and um, she would invite me to shoots and I learned a lot through that and I would always ask her questions and 
Also, one thing that helped me my first year is having styled shoots. I did a lot of my first year was free stuff, but I think that's kind of where you have to start off um, to just, you know, get your foot in the door and, you know, reach out to people. I was always reaching out to some of my old friends and saying, hey, would you model for me? I just want to test out some things, you know, as I grew and I had different equipment and I wanted to, you know, test it out before I started doing, you know, paid clients. Yeah, that's such a good point about getting started um, by using styled shoots and the opportunity to network with vendors. Because really, when you start, you don't have a network whatsoever within the wedding industry. And that's really how you kind of get your foot in the door with venues, photographer. Well, if you're not a photographer like me, um, that's how you meet with photographers, just really any type of vendor models. Um, and that's how your work gets shared and spread throughout like the area and the industry that you're in. Um, could you describe or what are your thoughts on the Utah wedding industry and maybe even how it compares um, to industries outside of Utah? So this is a question that I think about a lot, probably because I've started in Utah, but I I do have a lot of friends because I grew up in Kansas. And so I have a lot of friends that are in the industry in Kansas and Missouri. And I feel like our industry is so different. So I will say that the Utah industry is very creative, very trend-setting. We have some really great things that people do here. But with that, I do think that a lot of a lot of things can be competitive here. There's a lot of amazing, talented photographers, but the industry sometimes <laughs> has a a weakness because people there's so many photographers, there's so many options, there's so many people that you can go to. But people aren't charging as much as what they should should charge. And so we're all kind of charging differently and it's not what it should be. Like it's the not ex- consistent. It's not consistent yeah. with what they should be charging. And I know that I do this too where I'm charging way less and I know that I should be charging way more because my value, I feel like my value has gone up since I've been doing this for three three, four years now, but it is hard to get into a, an understanding or expectation of what you should be charging for yourself and that value that you should have for yourself. Yeah, I think something that I reflect on about when I was like beginning in the industry is being worried if someone wa- didn't want to work with me because I they, like my cost wasn't um, what they could afford or whatnot. And you worry because you're like, you think you need to work with everybody, but you do get to that point where you realize like, no, you want to have a specific clientele and a, sp- a specific um, group of people that really align with like your brand and your what you want um, your brand to represent and the the tier of kind of what type of weddings you want to do. There's so many different types of weddings, everything from elopements to big family um, celebrations to high-end destination. You know, there's so many different types of weddings that you really do have to go with what your niche market is and figure that out and then really stick with it and be okay with like, I'm not for everybody and everybody's not for me. Yeah, I really like that too because that kind of goes back to my first year 
when I did a lot of style shoots and I was yeah. reaching out to a lot of different people to just to kind of see what I liked. Did I like to do weddings? Did I like to do families? Do I do I like to do babies? You know, that sort of thing. And so it is important that first year to really, I don't know, to not be as picky your first mm-hmm. year when you're doing clients and to just get your get your foot in the door to see what you want to do yeah I agree something funny about like with flowers trying to figure that out was at one point I thought I wanted to do um dances and corsages and like all (laughs) yeah (laughs) I because I'm like everyone here goes to a thousand dances and that's such a good market (laughs) yeah and so I like marketed the crap out of doing dances and trying to get all these young like high school girls to do like I just thought that would be it and then I did get an order. My sweet cousin like got all her friends to order dance corsages for me. And I was so grateful. I was so excited. But then when it came down to it and actually making them, I'm like, these are so hard to make. Oh and I was gosh. like, it was a nightmare. <laughs> and I was just like, it's so hard to make. And and I realized, you know, dances is not what I want to focus on. I want to do um, weddings and oh <laughs> installations gosh. and editorials like so that's just kind of a funny example, I think, of that's so funny. figuring out in that first year what you do, because it's often not what you think you want to do. <laughs> yes, totally. So we're going to get into a couple of questions that clients, they're common questions clients have um, about booking a photographer. We kind of cover this a little bit, but just so we get it loud and clear, why do I have to sign a contract as a client? So the contract covers you and it covers me. And so it is really important that you do have a contract with your photographer or with your florist or videographer, whoever you're working with on your wedding day or if it's a family session. So that way you know beforehand what the expectation is for how much you're paying or if there's anything that you should be aware of when you go into the day and to honestly just protect both of you in the circumstance of anything that could happen. And so a good example is this year is having a contract and it protected a lot of photographers. It also protected a lot of brides to know that they will have a photographer when the wedding day happens for mm-hmm. post COVID or mm-hmm. whichever, because I know in my contract, it says that I will try to work with you. Um, if there is this circumstance where you have to reschedule your wedding and, I will try my best to work around that time and work around that day so that way we can both work together because that's what I want to do is work with you. Yeah, that's a huge benefit for clients because um, you're right. Like they need to know that that they can still have a photographer. I'm sure a lot of brides were freaking out like, well, if I have to cancel my wedding, then I have to cancel all my vendors. But I think a lot of people were in the same boat of like vendors are wanting to be able to work with brides on new dates as long as – things haven't been ordered it kind of depends on the vendor and what the circumstances are but like you know if you're far enough out from your wedding and you know that you need to reschedule and and flowers and food and some of these like items that you know are ordered in advance as long as those haven't been put in then it's like um there's more flexibility for both parties to be able to pick a new date and like still work together and make um your wedding celebration like happen exactly how you want how you've dreamed for it to be yeah and along with that you don't want to be out money and so the contract essentially protects you and if you had to cancel your wedding or reschedule if you've given an amount of days that it says in the contract then you could potentially get your money some of it back if you've already paid for your session 
unless it's the non-refundable deposit, which a lot of photographers and videographers have. And right. that protects the date that we have and that way protects There's not time. double booking. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. So when brides get married um, or clients in general are picking vendors, it can be a challenge because there's so many options, right? Like you have a million things to pick yeah. and and there's a lot of options of who to pick for each job. How do you think that clients can be better at picking um, their vendors and how do they how should they know how to pick someone and what why they would be a good person to work with? Yeah, so the first step would be to go to their Instagram and go to their website to just kind of check out to see what do they have to show me of what my day could potentially look like and to look at their feed doesn't match what you're looking for do they have the colors that you want to that you want to have up on your walls you know that sort of thing and then going from there reach out to several photographers or several several videographers and florists to kind of get an idea of who they are as a person. What I do personally is if someone reaches out to me for a wedding, I like to set up a video chat if they are interested in that. So that way we can kind of see if we are a good mesh, you know, to Mm -hmm. see if we kind of vibe together. And then I always like to, you know, see what they're like as a person and see if I'm going to, you know, vibe with them too, because I think that is important as well as a vendor. And, um, yeah, going from there and then kind of seeing, do we go yeah, well together? It's mostly like style and personality. And then, um, obviously like budget can be a factor too with oh, when yeah, you're working with sure. people, like making sure that you're not, um, you know, if you are trying to work with someone who's out of your budget, then that can be a challenge and you want to find that out early on before oh, yeah. you move along too, you know, far in the process. And Yeah. It's just like if you were going wedding dress shopping and you go to the bridal shop and you say my budget is $1,500 or $10,000 or whatever you Mm -hmm. need to know to have that clear expectation for yourself and so then when you're looking around for photographers or videographers or whatever you're looking for to know okay are they in my budget and if they're not again it's okay yeah it's okay it's okay okay. (laughs) and then you can kind of see who else who is in your budget and do they have the personality or do they have the style that I love and I will love forever Mm -hmm. too so do you think it's okay for a client to ask like if so Kaylin if you're out of my budget is it okay for me to ask do you have recommendations for someone who might be in my budget oh yeah totally I've done that a lot of times where someone respectfully has said hey I love your work but unfortunately right now we you're just out of my budget and yeah. I say you know that's totally fine and I respect I respect you for valuing yeah you know having that value for me and um then I'm totally giving them options and saying hey like you should reach out to my friend who's right. a photographer or whatever and that that helps them because I know that they want yeah. referrals and that's yeah. kind of what we should be doing in the wedding industry is you know lifting other people up yeah that's part of kind of that mentoring between vendors too mm-hmm. like um a lot of vendors if they're mentoring someone um they will refer their clients to their mentee to to work with that um person because it just improves those relationships it's giving them business until they grow and get to a point where they're charging more i think one of the nicest messages i got when someone said like oh you're out of my budget is they put it some something along the lines of like your work is beautiful and and you're paying for what you get like you have amazing work and 
Um, and I wish I could afford it, but I just, I can't for this wedding or this event at this time. And it was a, it's a really nice way. You don't have to be unkind in communicating that to someone. Um, I think yeah. you can be yeah. kind in every And if aspect. you're a photographer listening to this, please be kind to whoever's messaging you because you never know that client might come back to you and say, Hey, you know, I couldn't afford you back then, but I would love for you to do a family session right now. Yeah, and I can afford you right now because your chances are, and that's totally happened to me where someone hasn't been able to work with the budget or I couldn't, you know, work with them, but they've come back because I had a good relationship with yeah, them and I didn't, awesome. you know, brush them off, you know. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. I think that's great advice. So with talking about local vendors, who would you say are some of your favorites, um, vendors to work with locally they can be photographers or any other type of vendor yeah so I've worked with a lot of photographers there's Angelica photography I can't remember her her at sign but we'll have to link it or something notes yeah yeah but um worked with her I've actually she came to a workshop that I put together and I've watched her grow and she's amazing I've worked with Anchored Image Ariel she mentored me and she did an amazing job teaching me things and she is an amazing family photographer I love looking at her photos and I have had the privilege of working with Michaela many times and please (laughs) don't have to say me (laughs) no but for real everyone loves her because she's amazing and honestly I wish that I would have had her as my florist (laughs) I did my own well I didn't do my own florals I had a fake floral bouquet but I just wish I could go back in time (laughs) because her florals are amazing. And I've worked with Haley Bateman. She's an amazing videographer. Oh, I love Haley Bateman. Her videos literally, like, make me cry every time. I know. She's amazing. I wish she could, like, do a documentary of my life. I'm always (laughs) hype-girling her on her DMs. I feel like such a dork because I'm always like, I love your stuff. But anyways, we're just over here. I hope Haley probably won't even hear this. And then I have... I've never met this girl, but I love her Instagram, and she's located in Utah. She's Kelsey Wolfie Designs. Have you ever heard? Oh, isn't she, she a, just designs des- a graphic like, designer? Yeah, graphic designs yeah. are like invitations. I think I've worked with her once. Um, oh, really? Yeah, like a while back. I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm obsessed with her stuff. She's good, yeah. And right now she's doing t-shirts, so That's if you're cool. interested in that, <laughs> I don't know, I've seen her Etsy shop. It's pretty cool. That's so cool. those are just a few vendors that I've worked with and had the privilege of getting to know. And That's awesome. What about venues? Just curious on that. If you have any. Honestly, I you know, I've worked I've worked at a lot of venues that I love. I the great thing about Utah is there are so many venues. Yeah. So many options, so many different styles. Yeah. And so I, I can't like pinpoint like one that I'm like obsessed with. Because yeah. I've worked with at so many and so right. I feel like it'd be unfair <laughs> to you know. Have you I have a favorite. I'll throw it out. Okay, what's yours? Have you worked at Shade Home and Garden? I, I, have I? No, I don't think so. Their venue space is amazing. Like, I just, it's off of, it's in Vineyard, off of Geneva Road. So it's like this, um, it's like a boutique type of um, nursery store, but then they have this, like, venue on the side, and it's amazing, and it's intimate. It's kind of underrated still, like, not a lot of people know about it, and so that's why I love it. I've worked with them on the vendor side like I've worked as a florist at weddings there Mm -hmm. but then I've also been on the client side and I've booked events there for work when I was planning events um 
and they're always great like I love working them oh, or there yeah. I mean that's <laughs> so nice when the venue people are like yeah so nice they're to great with. Yeah, yeah so I want all my brides to go do their weddings there because they're <laughs> awesome <laughs> All right, we've got to give some hype back to you because you are very talented. People need to go check out your Instagram and take a look at your work. But um, I want to hear a little bit about what you think you do well at naturally within your business and as a photographer. Oh, this one's so hard because I don't want to, you know, hype myself up. But <laughs> You deserve the hype. <laughs> so I think for this one, I don't know. I feel like I'm like really good friends with a lot of my clients yeah and so for me and it I think it just comes naturally like I really enjoy hanging out with them when we're taking photos or when we're talking about their photos you know and I get really excited about that and I've I've had so many friendships come out of this business and that's been one of the biggest blessings in my life is all the friendships from this and I've been really blessed with a lot of clients coming back and returning yeah you have I've noticed I've even noticed I'm like oh yeah. my gosh they shot their wedding with her I or know. like I'll see people that got married and then they have kids and they come back to you yeah which I think is great you want that return and yeah it's been so nice like I was actually just counting I had a session with one of my my friends that I met in college and I've shot with her like six seven times now that's awesome and it's just been amazing to you know watch her family grow and connect with her over this and I've formed a lot of friendships over this so that's been something it's really nice about yeah, my business that's awesome yeah I think that's great that you have people returning and um I think that's just like what you want is that return in clientele and that proves that they really like working with you um, I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would I don't think they'd yeah. come back if they didn't um with all of that how so we mentioned this in the beginning but your social media has really rocketed since we both began and that's been super cool I've been excited for you to see that happen do you have tips for vendors who are trying to grow their instagrams um and how to do that I guess yeah this so this is hard because I feel like in the last year my business has changed a little bit and my focus has changed a, just a tiny bit with per, more personal stuff. But in the beginning, I would do like so many giveaways. It's kind of sad. But giveaways really helped and I hashtagged like crazy. I was in the Instagram pod with Michaela, <laughs> And I just remember that whole situation was so funny because my husband, when, he still makes fun of me. Like I don't even, I didn't even remember that till you came. Really? You told me about it. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's so would, funny. She would always be like, why do you, why is your phone keep buzzing? Because, <laughs> you know, people, I post and like people would, <laughs> we're all like, so <laughs> but people would, you know, comment and then Logan would be like, why is your phone keep buzzing? And I had to tell him, he's like, Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense that <laughs> like you want to grow your business. And so I'm not for sure how it goes right now because I know that Instagram. Yeah. I don't know if sucks. I'm not in any pods now. That was oh, like yeah. years ago when we both first started and yeah. I haven't. I think that the that ended once the algorithm yeah, yeah. took place a couple years ago. So, But I definitely <laughs> think hashtags have definitely helped me. I would hashtag like Washington wedding photographer Idaho wedding photographer and I had so many clients that would reach out to me and say hey I would love for you to come to Washington and shoot my wedding or Idaho and so I had a lot of clients out of state that I've connected with through hashtags and so if you're trying to grow your business 
One, don't worry about how many likes you have, how many followers you have, because in the end, that doesn't matter. Like a client will look to see what your photos look like, how well you capture their day and how well you have a connection with your clients. And I I think personally, that's what, you know, when I'm looking for people as a like a vendor, I'm looking for a vendor, I'm looking for those sorts of interactions or connections. And so don't get hung up if you only have, you know, 200 followers. The business will come. It always does. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I think another thing that I've observed about you is you're consistent. You um, have a consistent message that you value your relationships with your clients. And I've like that comes through and I see that a lot. And then also with your posting, I feel like you have a consistent um, posting schedule that you you know, it might not be the same time every day, but you consistently have posted over the last few years. And I think that that helps a lot too. No, for sure. And I've noticed, so I am doing, I'm getting my master's. I think we talked about that in the beginning. So the last year I've kind of, you know, taken a step back from photography, but not as much. Like I still do photos a lot and I have a lot of my clients returning back and I have had weddings, you know, COVID was a little weird, but yeah. <laughs> um, with that, I wasn't posting as much. And so I was noticing like, wow, I'm not really getting a lot of emails, you know, to re- to do their wedding or to do their session. But now that I've kind of kicked it up into gear the last few months, post well not post COVID COVID's still <laughs> happening still current but like it, it's you know uh life is you're over the quarantine part so yes. it's like yeah life is you know returning back to somewhat the new normal as people say um <laughs> <laughs> but I am starting to get clients back and so it definitely helps when you are posting photos so yeah. always remember to post photos yeah that's great this has been great. As we wrap up, just a couple more questions. Um, are you happy with where your business is at right now? I know it's been a tough year for a lot of people, but right now, like, are you happy with it? And and with that, are you happy with the progress you've made since beginning your business? Yes, I, I'm actually really pleased with myself and how much I've grown over the last three, three and a half years with my business. I am really excited because right now I have a I have an amazing clientele. They're coming back and I mean I guess I'm doing something okay that they like. Yeah. But it's nice to have that I don't know connection with them and I'm pleased with my style. I feel like during quarantine, during the season of life right now, I've kind of I don't know, just been focusing on what I want my style to look like, whereas, you know, that's with colors and presets or whatever I'm using to edit my photos. I've been kind of trying to nail that down of what I want to, what it to look like. And I'm really excited for what it's looking like. And I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit different than every photographer right now. And I, I don't know, I'm in a good place. So yeah, I like that. That's great. I think it's good to stop and like, I like to say stop and smell the flowers and actually appreciate like at some point in time you were wishing you would be at where you're at now, you yeah. know, and you have to give yourself credit for that. Um, all right. So as we wrap up, our last question is about advice and what advice would you pick to share with people um, when it comes to photography and being in the photography industry? 
So the number one advice I would give photographers is to be yourself, especially here in Utah. There's a lot of amazing, talented photographers, but it can be so easy to kind of, you know, get in that mindset that you have to be exactly like them. You have to have the same presets as everyone or shoot at the same locations or have the same poses. But I would really just encourage you to be yourself. Look to see what do you want to be as a photographer? What connections do you want to have and to create and, you know, just stick to who you are because you're amazing. Yeah, I love that. That's great advice. All right. Just want to give a big thank you to Kaylin for her time and sharing a lot of her insights with us. Um, You have some great experiences and great advice. And yeah, I'm just grateful that you're able to do this. Where can people follow you um, to find your work? Well, thank you so much, Michaela, for having me on. My Instagram handle is at Kaylin Page Photography. And thank you so much again for having me on. It's been a lot of fun and I've never done a podcast before. So hopefully you enjoy this and hopefully maybe I'll be on again. Yeah, I hope so too. (laughs) See you guys. Mm -hmm.